0: Um, thank you so much for returning to the program.
1: Well, thank you, sir. I, I, I'm hoping we're going to be back because I have so much to cover. I was kind of quiet for like a month. It's because I was pulling all this information and getting all this stuff together.
0: Well, we're going to have you back as much as we need to, to get this information out. But one of the promising things I think that we're seeing is that this whole COVID is turning from a information, let's get it out there, to we're starting to win and we need to now move on prosecuting these people yes and and that's kind of what i saw from your presentation over the weekend you call it nuremberg 2.0 in the united states but you have bombshell information that you expose one of them being the herpes is one of the side effects of this darn pfizer vaccine can you talk about some of the big things that you brought out this past weekend and then i want to get into some more details on it.
1: Well, I got, I mean, this, you know, get the jab, get herpes. What? You know, I mean, when I when I say that, it's just shocking. So within Pfizer's document, I'm looking at it right now, right? Um, so if you go to the Pfizer document, FDA-CBER-2021-5683-000066, right? there's always sixes involved, go figure. And you go down and you scroll, and you scroll down to page 21, right? There's There's a big table on that page. And I'm giving specifics about where it is, because this is so shocking to me that I can't believe I'm saying it. So I literally feel like I have to justify it. If you go to page 21, on the left side, you see Uh, other AESIs, assies, and what that stands for is Adverse Events of Serious Interest. Okay, So this is the Pfizer document that was submitted to the FDA talking about things that they they saw after the initial authorization of, of this drug. And one of the things that they said that they were monitoring for, as stated on page 21, is herpes viral infections.
0: Well, how many, you have an an estimate or a number of how many they actually saw. How many people were in that that trial and how many people actually got herpes just based on that short period?
1: Well, so I don't have an exact number on how many were were confirmed herpes. But what I do know is that if you look at the trial, um, and it wasn't really a trial, it was reported, right? So they had to monitor what was going on after this was authorized. And so within this authorization, what you saw was that there were there were forty two thousand eighty six cases, and within those cases, so cases I report a case, um, I had an adverse event or more, one or more adverse event, events, right?
0: Is this like the VAR system where you get about one percent of the reporting kind of thing?
1: No way of knowing exactly how many. Um, reports, that they were, you know, what that number is. There's really no way for us to know it, right? Um, We know that they should be getting more than that, but uh, it's hard to say exactly how many. But within those, we saw with, and mind you, this is a month and a half, right? So the vaccine was, this study covers December 1st to February 28th. 2020. And uh, it only, the vaccine didn't really roll out till mid-December. So it's about, about two and a half months.
0: About Two and a half months. Okay. So about 10 weeks.
1: Yeah. About two and a half months. You had 1,223 people died, right? 1,223, just Pfizer, not Moderna or Janssen, just Pfizer.
0: Because they didn't really roll out in the United States until January.
1: Yep. So, realistically in those two and a half months you had 1223 people died and let me put that in perspective since the beginning of covid there have not been a thousand children that have died from covid oh this is just children no this is everybody but okay 1223 people died since covid started and this is in the first two two and a half months of it being out there since covid started which we're talking about approaching two years now you've got uh, less than a thousand children that even using the CDC skewed statistics have died from COVID.
0: And they're crappy protocols.
1: Yeah, despite them knowing that 1,223 people died in less than two and a half months, they still moved ahead. And now they want us to give this to our kids, despite the fact that it's killed more people in the first two and a half months than COVID has in two years.
0: Okay, so you're saying that the percentage of people who died in that study, which was, you know, 2300, that percentage would likely be the same percentage of people who, who would die of kid age, the children who would die would probably be about the same percentage wise, because it's affecting. So if only 1000 kids died, um, or less than 1000, then this is almost positive proof that a hell of a lot more kids would die with this vaccine.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any question. This will kill a lot more kids than COVID will, a lot more, because realistically, kids are at zero statistical risk of death from COVID, but they do have a risk of death from this vaccine. Now, what I will tell you is if you go through enough of the data, what you see is, it's kind of ironic, because they always say, well, you know, you really need this vaccine to protect the vulnerable. Well, what we've seen is that the older you are and, and the most vulnerable population, the vaccine is most dangerous. I have more people in the 88, about the 80 year old category dying from this vaccine than any other category. Uh, it's not keeping them safe from COVID, it's killing them as faster, faster than COVID. So, you know, the idea, I'm thinking that the, the vaccine will cause fewer deaths in children than it is in uh, the more vulnerable population because kids are healthier and they're going to resist the adverse events or effects of the vaccine, just like they resist those effects from COVID to an extent. Now I'm speculating on that, but that seems to be the numbers that I've seen. That seems to be where it's going to go.
0: That said, why would you give it to kids? Why would you? It was, it's crazy, but I do have a question about athletes though, because, you know, like my niece yeah. who is, was a division one athlete and she um, had COVID supposedly and then she was told to get the shot at her work. And so she got it like a little soldier that I would have really wish I would have known beforehand, but on the second shot, she was way more sick than she ever was with COVID. She got freaking nailed was out for a week. Yeah. And so it makes me wonder if there's something about the healthiest, you know, athletes are the healthiest population, something about them, Cause we're seeing the soccer players dying on the field at h- higher numbers than ever. And back in October, Wikipedia, I did a, st- a report on this Wikipedia stopped um, listing it. And then I looked at all previous years and they were already 50% higher, um, of deaths occurring on the field from, cause people die that way, you know, yeah. the, the athletes, but, um, and then it was accelerating. So now we're talking, you know, people are publishing five times more deaths that way. Um, So, there's something about athletes that this vaccine is destroying. And so, there's more to this, obviously. Yeah. Well, with the herpes and everything else, there's just more to all this.
1: Well, there is. I think so. Athletes are kind of a special thing on this. Now, I'm not a doctor and there's some speculation here, but what I've heard when, you know, the doctors talking about this, talking about that, uh, the speculation is, is that for athletes, You know, this is causing heart inflammation and heart issues on a massive scale. If you never do anything and your heart rate never goes up, it's, it sometimes is less noticeable, but with athletes, you know, they're constantly working it out. So while they're generally more healthy, they're also maybe after getting the jab, more prone to heart attacks or heart conditions because they work their heart. Um, I don't know if that's correct. That's based on what I've you know gotten from my doctors and what I've heard, that seems to be where it is. And it, it makes sense, right? I mean, you know, you get the heart inflammation, the myocarditis, all these different things from getting this jab. Um, but you never do anything. Well, it, it, you, you know, that's that inflammation's not putting as much stress. But if you're you know busting button, working out hard, well,, you know, it could cause it cause an already aggravated issue to, to be worse, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, I think that's what you're seeing. Okay, so one of the things that you said at the conference, which I was, I was so happy to hear, is the fact that you are you fully are aware that the media is complicit in this. In fact, if without this media doing what they're doing, they wouldn't have gotten away with what they're doing, and no. and that you know we're winning this war, which I want to talk about a little bit more as well. But we've kind of moved on to the second phase where we need, to, we, we, we need to take these criminals down. We're into the murder trial phase, starting to think about that. But we also have to take down this media. Can you talk about, well, talk about the media first and then let's talk about how we're moving into the second phase of Nuremberg 2.0. Yeah,
1: well, okay. So, and I'm gonna mention this right now because it fits in with the conversation. So on, on my website, rens-law.com, we've got a letter that we drafted and it's critical. I want everybody to download or I'll send the letter for you if you sign it, Um, or you can download it and send it yourself. But I need a million of these to go to every state, local, federal official possible and to the mainstream press. We've got to get that done and we've got to get it done very, very, very soon and on massive numbers. So rems-law.com, get the letter, send the letter, it's there. You got to scroll down. It's on the presentation uh, from. It's on the presentation link from this weekend. So here's the thing. In that letter, we call for invest well, the termination of Fauci and criminal and civil investigations, but we also call for an investigation uh, into RICO charges, which may include the media. And we talked also on the presentation this weekend a little bit about that. I didn't get to get into it too much because we ran out of time, but there's a slide dedicated to uh, going after the media outside of RICO claims. See, I'm a huge fan of free speech, huge fan. And I don't think you should sue uh, media for, you know, for exercising free speech. Here's the problem. The media has branded themselves as news, right? There's, if, you go, if you watch the nightly news, you think it's news. They've presented to consumers that they're news. They're not news. They have massive contracts with pharma. Uh, Groups like the Gates Foundation are funding the media in a million different ways. There are so much money going to media from interests related to pharma that they're not acting as news. Instead, what they're acting as is a marketing arm, a branch of pharma. They're acting basically as marketers of a dangerous product. Well, here's the thing: if I go out and advertise that widgets are safe and effective, but widgets go out, widgets kill everybody that get them, or a a big portion of them, or a large number of the people who buy them, well, I'm first of all lying, and second of all, uh, if I called that called myself a news outlet, that would be a misbranding. It'd be it's a lie. That's not what's happening. So the media has misbranded itself and acted as though they're news, when in reality, what they are is just a paid advertising arm. And they're covering and suppressing information about danger, even though it's factual and indisputable. I mean, we have Pfizer's document here. We have a DOD document. We have stuff that that is just absolute, but yet they won't talk about it. All they do is talk about safe and effective. So that is not news that is advertising that is marketing that's a paid marketing so this propaganda oh yeah it's
0: deaf advertising is what it is but
1: well yeah and if cnn wants to go out and say they support biden that's fine i don't care that's they have the right to do that and i support their right to do that i may think they're idiots but i support it the thing is is they can't say that we're news and then act as a, a commercial advertising arm for pharma and that's what they're doing
0: that, that is excellent way of looking at it. And I did a presentation last year at a conference where I documented and talked about it and showed all these different examples of how when empires take over um, a country, because we had a coup in this country, I fully believe that we are under a coup and a, our government has been taken over. But the first thing that empires do is they take over the media, they shut down whatever their opposition is and take over it. So it's all coming, parroting what they need to have happen. It's the first thing it's very well understood in warfare. And so with this situation, I know we're moving into the next phase of implementing these murder trials, which I cannot wait to see these people go down, Fauci and all of them. But if we don't also take down their propaganda arm, we are not going to be able to get thoroughly through this next phase I don't think
1: I agree with you that it is a critical thing we're, we're looking at our options to do that right now um, I'm working with some people on it and we're going to see you know I, I intend to take some action on it but I want to encourage other people to you know listen if you're a lawyer if you've got a big firm if you want to fight this get on it we need more people and you know we need people you got to understand something I have given away more money fighting this fight than I can possibly imagine. I've done so much free work and I'm good to do that. I'm I'm happy. I'm proud that I've been able to give it to my country. The problem is, is not a lot of lawyers do that. So you got to get the people together and they've got to fund this, right? When I get extra funding, it typically goes into it. it, Well, it almost exclusively goes into this fight. Um, You know, I'm, That's bringing in extra lawyers, bringing in extra people, finding ways to fund another suit. That's where it goes. And that's what we need. And I don't care whether you give me the money and I do that or whether you go hire a lawyer and do it. But if you've got the means to do it, get some lawyers involved. You got to pay them.
0: Well, they got to feed their families and pay their mortgage and and do all that stuff. I'm hoping that the lawyers aren't going to be greedy and they say, okay, I need to survive. I need to pay my family. I need to have a decent, and they deserve a good living. But past that, please understand that this is all saving our country.
1: I would agree. And I've called on it for months, and we're getting, we've got some great patriot lawyers out there, some great ones. But I will tell you, you know, there's a lot of jokes about the best lawyers being found at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, They're there for a reason. A lot of lawyers are hired guns and that's all they're going to be. And that's just what, so, you know what, if we got to hire them and, you know, maybe we don't love them, but we, uh, you know, but we need more lawyers involved because there's only so many cases that, that the Patriot attorneys can handle at a time. And I got to tell you, you know, when, when a Patriot attorney comes to me and says, Hey, I want to get in, I want to start doing this. I tell him, I'm like, okay, but you know that within about a week of us talking about you doing this, you won't be able to, your phone will never stop ringing. You won't be able to keep up. I hope you've got a staff on, it just never stops because there's that much demand. The people are screaming for help.
0: Yes, I know. I, I feel it too in my role. So we, we just have to be really focused and they have to understand we're at war and we have to win this because not winning is just not an option. <laughs> it's no. just not an option. And these people... Ha, we're are trying to kill us. And so we they they're fighting a war and we need to fight back. And we need to understand it's unconventional warfare. And that's people need to get that through their head that it's unconventional warfare, but we are making huge progress. I just got something from uh Alex Berenson. and I, I want you to talk about this because I, I think it's so it's so great. He has seven questions to show you kind of that we've moved into. different phase and one of the questions this is number four how many different federal district courts have now ruled the biden vaccine mandates are unconstitutional and he says i believe the answer is all all the courts
1: yeah well i mean that's clear as day so some kind of inside baseball stuff you know so back in june july when it was clear that he was going to do this stuff you know the bunch of the Patriot lawyers, we all got together and we pow out about it. And, you know, essentially, it was very clear that that's unconstitutional. I, I was willing to bet money on the fact that that was going to be a win. The value, actually, though, to him having gone ahead with it is actually surprising. Um, because he did this, what happened is, is we finally got some of our state AGs off their butts to do and it got them doing something. The people were so mad that we finally got some people doing something. Well, the wins that we're having in court now are a result of that. I mean, we're seeing more wins because the courts are now being forced. The courts did everything they could to dodge these questions. They did not want to take it serious. They did not want to deal with it. They did everything possible. But Biden just pushed and pushed so far over the top that, you know, the courts then, they were left without a choice. So, you know, now we have some very good rulings out there, including, you know, recognition by the courts that the vaccine doesn't stop the spread of the virus, which leads you to the question, why the hell would you get it?
0: You can, I mean, why? Why are they still but, mandating? It makes absolutely no sense. And the kids. So, okay. So now we're at this point, we know what the courts are are like. So if, and it happened because of political pressure that we were putting on the people everywhere, yes. mad as hell putting this pr- political pressure on. That's the power that people have. That's what they're scared of. But yes. if the media, that's why the media is so important. We can't let them get a stronghold like they did before. We're starting to win our side, the independent media. And that's why your letter is so important. We need to show people how many people are, are out there pissed and are ready to not only, you know, be frustrated and throw things at their TV, but to actually move and act.
1: Yes, well, that's it. So whether I send it for you or you send it yourself, get the letter and send it. And I wanna stress something, right? The letter demands Fauci's termination and criminal charges and investigations. It should still go to your local officials, your sheriffs, your county commissioners, your local prosecutors. Now your local prosecutors, I would argue, that if they were super motivated and really had some spine could actually take some steps and look at filing some charges on this um big fight and i'm sure they're going to get political pressure against it and they you know you're going to have to find a prosecutor that's really got some spine but they could do some things the key though is is that this has to go over including the mainstream media because we're calling for charge rico investigation into their work we need to crack this politically and crack the free speech side. And by sending this out everywhere, uh, Congress, I want Congress to get a minimum of a million of these, a minimum. I mean, if we get 10 million, that's great. So, I mean, I need everybody to share this interview. I need everybody to share Rens-Law.com and I need everybody to push us. You can't do it. Listen, we stood, stood on the sidelines and watched when they said, 14 days to flatten the curve. We stood on the sidelines when they said, well, you know, it's still here after the 14 days, now we need to wear masks and close down our businesses. We stood on the sidelines when they said, well, you know, we need the masks longer and we still need to limit our businesses. And by the way, don't get together for Christmas or Thanksgiving or this or that. We stood on the sidelines when they started saying they were gonna mandate it privately in our jobs. You cannot continue to sit on your butt and expect that we're going to win this. Send the stinking letter. I don't care. You need to, if you've got anyone that cares about this at all, it's not that hard to do. Just send the letter. I'll send it for you. I'll send it for you. I've found, I've got, we'll we'll find a way. We'll send it out. We're going to send this everywhere we can. But we've got to do this because we need to have the people's voices heard. And it only occurs. If we if they they speak in mass. So I want everybody and their brother sending this letter twice. Um, send it to everyone. Let them know that we the people have had enough. It will have an impact. I'm in talks with a bunch of elected officials. I'm not talking who or what, so but I've talked to a lot of them. I they need to understand how big of an issue this is to the voters, and they don't. They do not get it. They're being told that you know everybody believes it's safe and effective look at all the media coverage look at all the press coverage they don't realize that a huge huge number of people in this country are absolutely fed up they're not going to deal with it they all i mean you want a case study on it they just passed a vaccine database which is nothing more than a vax passport bill out of out of the house the U.S. House of Representatives, with 84 rhino scumbag Republicans voting for it.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, okay, let's talk. We gotta stop. This. Well, let's talk about the murder trials and how important it'll be to get to Nuremberg 2.0. Because without this letter, we're not going to get to Nuremberg 2.0. I mean, this is no. this is the catalyst to get to the murder trials. So let's talk about how important these murder murder trials really are. And then we'll talk about why this letter, again, is the catalyst for these murder trials.
1: Yeah, so I mean, this is crimes against humanity in every sense of the word, right? Um, you know, manslaughter, reckless, reckless killing of another, right? Um, it doesn't necessarily require specific intent. It just requires you know, recklessness. Um, you know, the thing about this is, is when it happens on a massive scale, then you start look, looking at war crimes. We've had we have knowledge. You have knowledge within two and a half months, you have 1223 deaths, yet they continued to push this. No other product on the planet would be pushed. Any other product out there would be recalled immediately on five ten deaths because they would lose in court so bad otherwise, there's no way in hell. But, but they knew we,
0: there were protocols too that worked. So it's a combo platter. Yep. But go ahead. Yep.
1: Oh yeah, between the killing protocols in the hospital, avoiding and denying protocols at work, uh, I mean, this is a war against humanity. They're murdering people. They're murdering people with these jabs. They're murdering people in the hospitals. They're murdering people by refusing to take care of early treatment. This is a war against humanity, and there has to be trial, uh, trials and, and criminal proceedings. Now, that only happens If we, the people demand it so loudly that they can't avoid it. And I guarantee you, they will do everything possible to avoid it. Remember, these are rich, powerful people. Anthony Fauci is one of the most powerful people in Washington. Uh, You know, he needs to be on trial. He needs to be in jail. He needs to be there
0: forever. And so we're talking, we're talking about putting on trial, the most powerful people in the world. Yep and the only way we're going to be able to do this is if we all group together yes. and demand it.
1: Yes. Nuremberg style trials can only occur if the governments of the world come together. So we actually need this globally. But I'll take criminal investigations in the US if that's what we need to get it started. And you know, even if we check criminal and civil investigations on a you know, local level whatever, we have to start somewhere it'll build. But it can only build if we the people band together and speak out. Now, if this letter goes out and, a, you know, a couple thousand people are all, well, then it's going to do nothing other than show that it's going to tell them that there's a lack of interest. That's why, you know, in some ways, it's a real risk for me to put this out. Because if, if I do it and I, you know, only a thousand letters go out, well, nobody's going to care. If it runs crazy on the Internet and everybody and their brother globally put it out, then it's a big deal. And by the way, on this letter, we've got people from Mary Holland, uh, make Americans free again. We've got uh, children uh, uh, oh, what frontline they doctors,
0: called? you have
1: frontline doctors. We got all of these different groups that have signed this letter. Everybody's supporting it. We've all come together on this. These groups all should be supported, by the way, but they've all come together on this letter. Mike Adams, Health Ranger. Um, I mean,
0: McCullough, Dr. McCullough, we have Dr. Dr. Glidden.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, I've had since we made it public, I've had other people reach out to me that want to come on and there's, we, we got, you know, a bunch of the leaders together to do this. Um, And, you know, certainly we didn't get all of them because we didn't have time. But these are really esteemed people in big groups. There is no question. This needs to be done. But we've got to get the people united and pushing it. Please. Help us because that's what we've got to do. We, these guys got to go to jail. They've got to. And this is this is the start of it.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Okay, so people need to sign this letter, get it to the congressman, get it to all. Do you want them to send it to everyone that represents them up down the line? I mean, yes, like if, I do. okay, so if they print it out, they sign it, and I have my local congressman, I have my senator, I have my governor, and I have the president. That's all representing me. I should be sending out all of them.
1: Yes, you should. You should send it to your township trustees and your city council, your school board, because I talk in there that the Department of Defense document shows that the uh, that 71% of new cases are in fully vaxxed and 60% of hospitalizations are in fully vaxxed. It's a Department of Defense document. You don't have to believe me. Do you disbelieve them? It talks about the Pfizer document. That shows the desk. It talks about things that are indisputable. So it educates and then calls for action. That letter has to go everywhere. It's indisputable. The facts in it are indisputable. And if we want to make a difference, we've got to make sure everybody sees it.
0: And this letter, like you said, let's talk about what's in it again quickly. It it lays out what the case is with facts that are indisputable. And then it tells, it demands what we want. And people can read that letter if they go to your site.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can read it. You can sign it. Like I said, I'll send it. You send it. Uh, well, we and- want
0: like 15 copies printed by them and send it to everybody they can.
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And, and you know, there's also the full presentation. Yes. Uh, there, we've got all the slides there. And what I did, I also included the supporting documents, the DOD document, the fear document, and all those things. I put all of them in the same thing. So if you go to the presentation link, it, it takes you and it shows you some highlights. And if you scroll down, you can find all of that information. It's all in the same spot. And I put it all in one spot so it was easy for people to find so that they can reference it. You can look at the DOD doc yourself. You can look at the Pfizer doc yourself. You dis- You doubt me? Go ahead and look at it. You look at the CDC stamp uh, stamp on the document that talks about how they've known for years that they can scare the hell out of people to get them to do this stuff. You look at the stamp that says U.S. Department of Defense. You don't have to believe me. The documents are there. Now, they've done everything they can to scrub them from the Internet. That's why I posted them on Rens-Law.com. But share them. Share the presentation. Share the video. Share we're censored everywhere, you share this information, but the letter is very, is a very concise, it's, you know, a couple pages. And it, it really summarizes the most indisputable facts about this that show that the vaccine is not effective, it is not safe, and there is no way in hell this should be mandated, and we have to then demand criminal and civil investigations and no vaccine passports.
0: Okay. So in closing here, what else do you want people to know? I just want to make sure we cover everything. I know that we could do an hour presentation on every single aspect that you're covering, but I want to make sure that we give people what they need so that they can go and dig in themselves. Well,
1: I want to read, I want to read you something. I want to explain real quick, and we can finish with this. So Omicron, right? I believe Omicron is kind of the death knell of uh, this COVID stuff. Now they're going to move on and we should do another show and talk about the gene therapy stuff because the real money is in the gene therapies and they're going to move, they've already announced that they're going to do start using gene therapy as part of the flu vaccine. Uh, my belief is, is that the plan is essentially to shut down the COVID vaccine because it's too unpopular and there's been too many people murdered by it. And then just Take the stuff and put it into the flu vaccine and call it something else because most people are too dumb to know the difference. So Omicron is what I think will be the last, uh, the last, the death knell. Omicron is something that, first of all, we're not sure how they're testing for because there are no good tests for this, but it's also something that they said when it came out, they said, listen, there's all these mutations and it's totally different And it really presents in an unusual way and it could affect kids, right? Well, let me read you this. VAED, okay? VAED, VAED, Vaccine Associated Enhanced Disease. We've been talking about this forever. And back in June, July, I said, hey, watch, this fall, we're gonna have huge AED, we're gonna have some new deadly variant that's gonna kill everybody and it's gonna be AED, right? I'm reading you directly from the Pfizer document. VAED may present as severe or unusual clinical manifestations of COVID-19, okay? Why is that important? Well, guess what? Omicron is all these unusual symptoms. It's really bizarre and it even affects kids, right? Well, who did we just authorize the vaccine in that has never been affected by COVID. Kids, there has to be cover. There has to be cover for the kids getting sick and dying. They're going to blame it on Omicron. They're not going to tell you that this kid died from the vaccine. That's what they died from. But they're going to say it was Oh, it got Omicron because you know this. The vaccines are great, but you you know you didn't get enough boosters or you didn't get it early enough. So your kid died. You know even though the booster, even though the shot's great. You're going to be see a lot of people dying from Omicron that are and it's we already know they've already shown that this is happening extensively in the vaccinated population and you know I don't know that it's happening at at all in the unvaxxed I'm sure there's probably a few people that they're going to claim got it but this is a this is an outbreak for the vaxxed this is what happens you get the vaccine you get Omicron and Omicron is going to kill people and, what, and they're gonna blame it on Omicron, but what Omicron really is, is the vaccine variant. You got the jab, you died of Omicron. It was a side effect down the road that they needed to cover up the heart attacks and all these other things. That's why VAED may present as unusual clinical manifestations or severe or unusual clinical manifestations of COVID-19. So that's what I think Omicron is. You know, um, yeah, it's just a cover story. Uh, but- well,
0: and I think I think what we're we're saying here too is we're in a war. This is the battle that y- it looks like we're going to win the COVID battle, but the next battle—that's why we're going to this new phase—is this murder trial stuff. And but we need to win it because we need to pull these other people off the bat. We need to win so we can get those a holes off the battlefield. Well, we need remember. to neutralize them because they're going to keep going after us. They're going to do this the whole gene therapy they're going to go do the transhumanism they're going to do all this other crap
1: well we already know that they're already they're already moving right because they know that COVID's going to go down we're going to win the covid battle but the there's literally I, I so i've tracked this there's hundreds of billions of dollars that have been invested in mrna technology yep. which is gene therapy yep. that's where they're going they want gene therapy they want all this nonsense listen from a faith-based perspective and i'm a faith guy I don't need my my genes edited. I'm okay with what God gave me. Okay, um, but that's where especially if
0: it does what they're doing with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And when they move this to the flu shot, you're going to have massive da- deaths, massive number of things. You know, but they're they're going to integrate it in. They're not going to tell anybody. They're going to try and do it under the radar. And then they're you're just going to see over the next few years huge push for vaccination, huge money. Got to be vaccinated. But all these new vaccines. Are going to end up mRNA gene therapy type vaccines. I'm telling you, you you know what they're really doing is they're going to destroy our public health. And if we don't neutralize the people behind it and expose the real issue, it's not going to get better even when we win the COVID stuff.
0: I did a story last June showing that there were 13 or 14, 13, I think, um, different congressional whatever you call it, amendments, or what do you call them going through Congress, bills going through Congress on vaccines. Everything from you know tracking what you were talking about, tracking the vaccine um, for putting a lot of money. They're talking about doing a whole uh, countrywide national vaccine tracking system. They're talking about putting yep. more money in to get all the pregnant women and maternity care. I mean, it's like thing after thing after thing that they're going after. Yep and that's all well, mrna isn't
1: it oh yeah yeah that's where it's all going and you know i mean it's not hard to understand you know congress gives the money to the hospitals and big pharma big pharma's the biggest lobby group out there so they just give the money back to the congressman so it's a it's it's i mean we've that's not hard to track down that's there it's happening you know we got we've got to get people in washington first of all, to understand that they aren't going to be in Washington if they do this. And second of all, we've got to get new people in Washington that actually give a crap about the people and aren't corrupt.
0: Well, and we got to neutralize with these murder murder trials. The murder trials will expose a lot of what's going on. Okay, because this is so important, I want you to talk again about how they can do this letter, where they can get it, and the fact that they need to print out like 15 different copies. And if they don't do it, and It doesn't work, we're not going to get to the phase of the murder trial. So tell us what we got to do again.
1: rems law.com, www.renz law.com. Please go there. Um, I think we even have a pop up on there right now, which I hate, but it's that important. If you do that, you know, we'll sign it. You can print it out or you got to sign it. But if you sign it, we'll, print, we'll send it for you. Or you can print it out and send it yourself. I would urge you send it certified to make sure people get it. If you send, you know, here's what I want to tell people. Local action is critical. So everybody needs to send this to Congress. But if you got, if you can get a couple hundred people in your small town together, and you all send it to every one of your school board and county uh, commissioners and township trustees, it'll have a big impact or could have a big impact. Um, If you you don't, nothing's going to happen. So you need to send it local. Don't forget your prosecutors and your sheriffs, but send it local and then send it national. We need a million plus of these to go to Congress to have any impact. Uh, if we get a million plus, we should have an impact, but we're going to have to really, really push this. We need to make it clear that this is the issue to people. And I don't care how much money pharma is going to give you. You aren't going to get elected if you, if you don't support this, that that's the only way we win this, share the information. I have so much information up on rentslaw.com. I've worked so hard to get this stuff done so that people can use it. It's free. Use it, share it. We've got everything that you could possibly need there. I need it shared though, because we're censored so badly. There's no question. I shouldn't even have to have this interview. This should be done. We should have won this months ago, years ago, uh, over a year ago. Yeah. But it's crooked, it's corrupt. And if we, the people don't stand, we lose. We stand together or we lose together. I mean, it's just that simple. Um, So please, uh, if you've ever helped me with anything, we need your support. We need your help. Please send this letter, everyone you can. We've got to get it. We've got to support it. We've got to back it.
0: Thank you so much, Attorney Tom Rents. I am just, I feel so blessed to be in the world, sharing the world with you right now. And um, just thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful Christmas.
1: Thank you so much, Sarah. I'm so grateful. And by the way, I have one other request. Please share, tell people about Sarah's show. Sarah's awesome. Sarah has helped me in so many ways in terms of getting the word out and pushing this out. And you gotta understand that part of our legal strategy is to wake up the public on this. Because if the public's not awake, it's hard, to, it's hard to get some of this stuff done. Sarah's done a remarkable job. She's reached out to other people. She's been very unselfish with her time. Support Sarah as well. Um, I'm grateful to, to call her a friend and I'm grateful for all the help I'm getting. I praise God for all that I'm getting. And I praise God for all the support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.